0: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Flourish for the Least Comerfib, where we hear real stories from everyday people that will encourage and inspire you on your own health journey. Hey guys, welcome to this week's quick tip, where this week we're going to chat about stress. So in our last quick tip, we had a chat about Getting to the root cause and something I've discovered in my own personal health journey and with my clients is that stress really is the root cause when it comes to chronic health issues. So when we talk about stress, we're talking about different forms of stress. So there is chemical stress, which is toxins in our environment, um, toxins in our food, and nutritional deficiencies, so they're our chemical stresses. So leaky gut can even come under one of those chemical stresses. Then we've got our physical stress. So that's when we're racing around doing too much and our body is wearing out or when we hurt or injure ourselves. They're our physical stresses. And then we've got the emotional stresses. And you guys know what the emotional stresses are. That's when your boss just cut your pay and, um, When your friend said something that upset you, when you're worried about your child and something that's going on with them. So the emotional stresses are the thought that's in our head that's causing the emotion. So it's really what's going on in our head, that voice in our head and all our worries are those emotional stresses. So when we start looking at stress as a picture like this and include the food and the gut health side of things as just one of those stresses then we can kind of shift our focus at looking at the bigger picture rather than just honing in and focusing on one area, which is what I know I did in my health journey. I focused on the gut health and food as being the only thing that I needed to work on. That, what that resulted in for me was I pushed myself way too much in my business um, and work and I became really stressed and my health suffered a lot. Uh, And I realized when I started to change those things, I saw the biggest leaps and bounds in my health that I'd ever seen. So I really know for sure that when we start to look at our life as a whole and see and just include the food and the gut health side of things as one aspect of that, that what we're then seeing is everything else that's going on in our life actually has a bigger impact on our health. Than just that one as, one aspect of the food and gut health side of things. So not to say that's not important because it still is a source of stress on the body and we need to resolve that. But there's other things that we can't sacrifice um, whilst we're doing that. And that is the rest of the, you know, the changing the food and then having more emotional or physical stress because of that. Um, so ways that we can start to manage our stress. So, The first thing we want to do is we want to become aware of it. We want to actually see what's going on. So there's a few things that I get my clients to do to start just looking at, okay, am I stressed? Am I too busy? What's going on in my life? Creating awareness because we know that once you create awareness, that's when you can start creating change. You need to feel like you can see what's going on and you can see where perhaps you need to change something, not rather than someone just telling you. Um, That can be challenging when it's not coming from that, from, from your own um, uh, intrinsic desires to change. That's what we're really wanting to see. So something that I get my clients to do is to write down the weekly to dos. I call it. So write down what you've got going on for the week. Um, And this isn't just, you know, meeting here and got a, um, you know, appointment here. It's really kind of Each day, what you've got to do that day. So it can be cooking, it can be getting the kids to school, it can be making something for their school project. Um, You know, all the things you've got to do that's making your day busy. And then what we want to do is we want to look at that week and see what are the things that I have to do. So the priorities like making your children dinner would probably be one of those priorities, taking them to school. Um, so we want to know what, what you have to do, what really are those have to do's, what are the, I should do, but I don't actually have to do, or I think I should do. So these ones are really the, you know, um, going through and really giving your house a scrub because you got a visitor. I always use that example because that's one I was always a sucker for, but I'm getting much better at it now. Um, but, you know, those things where, yeah, I don't really have to do it. I don't really need, have to squeeze that into my day. I'm just doing it because I think I should or because I think someone else thinks I should. Um, and these ones can be hard to admit yourself admit to yourself that something you might feel like you have to do it. But when you really look at it and really think about it, you realize, mm, actually, I'm just making myself do that. And changing these can definitely be the hardest thing. Um, I know for me, it definitely was. That's where, that was where big changes happened for me when I started looking at the things that I think I should do, or I want to do, but really in reality can't fit it in. Uh, It can be really hard to change. So for me, that was shutting my health food shop in Sydney. So some of you might know I had a health food shop um, down in Sydney. And that was part of the too busy for me that running that shop um, and I even had someone wonderful in there managing the shop having that was just pushed me over the edge of too busy starting it up and getting it all running was one thing Um, that was quite um, quite a lot of time and effort went into that. And just, yeah, just having it, running it was just a big extra load on my plate. And I had to really weigh up what it is that I'm wanting to do. Is it my clients where my passion is or is it a health food store? And I really came to the conclusion it's definitely my clients. That's where my passion is for what I do. So I had to make that tough decision. I wanted the health food store, but I had to admit to myself that it really didn't fit in with my life and my level of busyness and that my health was suffering for it. So if you can sit down and look at a good clear snapshot of your week, um, I also suggest looking at the, you know, how many things that week you're doing that you want to do that you enjoy that are that sit in that realm of self care, and how many things your kids have on because that's another big one is that we're often if we're a busy person we're making our kids really busy as well and and there's nothing better for a child than to be bored and to have nothing on um, rather than having a really busy week so. Looking at your week like this, getting a really good snapshot, that can be that aha moment of, oh, wow, actually I do have a lot going on. Maybe I am trying to do too much for one person. Yeah. It's it's creating that awareness. So um, I highly recommend you give that a go, the weekly to-dos. And when it comes to actually making some changes, it's not taking your weekly to-do list and scrubbing it all out and go, well, I'm just going to do nothing because um, that would probably cause a lot of stress in itself. It's really just about taking one step at a time. If, you, if you're making that, um, that weekly to-do and seeing how much you've got going on and then perhaps you can see something that does need to change and you just focus on that one area. Um, my other big tip when it comes to coping and managing stress, so I guess that first hit was more about how can we change it? How can we change what's going on? Let's, let's um, stop doing some of the things we're doing and start reducing that stress, and then we can be left with, okay, well, this is how much I do have going on. Now, we want to change the way we're viewing and dealing with stress. So, doing things like meditation, yoga, they're fantastic. Any kind of mindfulness or prayer, they're fantastic ways to be really present in the moment and bring your stress levels down immediately. We see as soon as you start meditating or doing some kind of mindfulness that you switch from that sympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic nervous system so we switch from fight or flight to the rest and digest so it's a really good way to just switch out of that stress mode Um, and and what I found is that it's great to do those things at either end of the day um, you know get up in the morning and meditate it does change how you feel throughout the day um, I do a meditation called Yoga Nidra overnight before I fall asleep and I find that really helps my sleep and changes the way I then feel the next day when I wake up. But it's also fantastic and this is something I get a lot of my clients to do, to really bring mindfulness into your day. So a good way to do this is to set an alarm in your phone to go off every two hours. You could even start with just making it go off at you know 10am and 2pm and it just says breathe. And in that moment, when that alarm goes off, you get that reminder, breathe, you just stop and think about your breath. No matter what you're doing, it'll take a couple of seconds, just stop and focus on your breath. You can also think about your hands and feel them from the inside. Now that sounds a bit strange. So we're not thinking about how our hands look, but actually feeling them. When you, when you focus on a body part and try and feel that it's there, like you close your eyes and really try and feel it, you can feel that aliveness in your hands. Now, just doing something like that, you have to be so present Um, right in that moment, thinking about your breath or thinking about your hands or something like that. That is just immediately switching on the mindfulness and taking you from that fight or flight to rest and digest. So, this is something I now do if I find um, one thing I was noticing was when I was going to pick my son up from school, I will have just finished work and jump in the car and go get him from school. And I'd sit really forward in the seat with my hands gripping the steering wheel in kind of a really stressed way going to get him from school. And I noticed I was doing it and I was like, that's, I don't know why I'm doing that. That's really pointless. Um, I'm sitting here really stressed. And so there are moments where I just aware of it. I just go, oh, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really stressed right now. Okay, I'm going to just think about my breath, um, do something to really activate that mindfulness, and then you just feel your whole body change with that. So that's where I see a big difference for my clients when you start bringing it into your day, where you do what you can to reduce the stress, and then you change the way you're managing it, and you're seeing that. This is not a situation where my stress reaction is helping and I actually need to figure out how I can reduce that stress reaction. So we're reducing the stress as much as we can and then we're reducing our stress response as much as we can. So I really hope that quick tip has helped you guys and I would love feedback if it has. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you could rate and review it on the iTunes store, that would be fantastic. Share it with your friends if you think it would help them. And don't forget to tune in next week. I will be chatting with a lovely client of mine named Bree who has a fantastic, incredibly inspiring story of healing for her son. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a really good one. They, they're doing really well. Um, and I'm excited to share that one with you guys. Enjoy your week. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash couch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives